There's a cannabis industry dilemma facing many states right now, plunging profits for vendors and high prices for consumers. We're going to take a deep dive into California's cannabis crisis and find out how this happens and what can be done about it. This is a lesson everyone in the country will want to hear, so get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. California's cannabis industry is suffering in a big way. Businesses involved in the industry have been hemorrhaging money for the last year, to the point where far too many are now on the brink of closing. Jared Kilo, who heads the United Cannabis Business Association, which is a Los Angeles-based trade group, notes that no one is making money anywhere in the legal supply chain. A recent report by Whitney Economics showed what many cannabis business owners across the country have all been facing, a lack of profit. While some larger companies are thriving, many smaller businesses are struggling. The report surveyed almost 400 different cannabis business representatives in both established and emerging markets. And all across the country, only 42% of respondents said that they were able to make a profit. Another 20% said that they're just able to break even. That leaves 38% of cannabis businesses who are operating at a deficit. While the report said there was little difference between most mature and emerging markets, there were a few exceptions. California has been the hardest hit, with only 28% of respondents saying that they were able to make a profit off of operations. When marijuana was first legalized in California, the hopes were that it would bring gold to the Golden State. And it has. The state's collected $3.12 billion in marijuana tax revenue in the three years since legal retail sales began. The state has enjoyed using this windfall, with tax revenue benefiting scores of people throughout state programs. But people in the industry throughout the great state are saying things are at a breaking point for many of them, if not most of them. Crop yields aren't selling for what they used to. Prices have been plummeting for the last year, with some crops going for as much as 70% less than previously had. And while crops are selling for less and less, those taxes are still pushing higher and higher. Without more relief soon, all of this will have a devastating effect on everyone in the state, through the loss of jobs, loss of tax revenue, and all the dangers that come with the flourishing black market instead of a sustainable legal one. Cannabis jobs have been growing fast, but they too are at risk due to this crisis. Leafly's sixth annual Cannabis Industry Jobs Report for 2021 which was created in partnership with Whitney Economics, found that the legal cannabis industry was responsible for an incredible 428,000 jobs last year. Leafly CEO Yoko Miyashita said, The industry has created thousands of thousands of new American jobs, and there are still plenty more yet to be created. But without some relief, companies will be forced to continue to cut costs, reduce operations, or go out of business altogether. And this would put those thousands of industry workers out of jobs. A loss of cannabis businesses also means a loss in tax revenue for the state. Dr. Lynn Silver, an Oakland-based public health institute program manager, said, We need every cent of cannabis revenue. California's Cannabis Industry Association Executive Director Lindsay Robinson agreed, calling the funding of youth organizations extremely important and adding, We know how vital these funds are, but when the legal businesses fail, the funding will dry up. Another downside that comes with failing to truly support the legal cannabis industry is that the black market sales increase. People will always find a way to get what they need. 
An unregulated black market not only does not provide tax revenue for the state, but instead it costs the state money as it deals with all the crime elements associated with the illegal black market. It's better for everyone in the state if these sales take place legally. At this time, though, with taxation being too high to sustain businesses and too few locations to sell products legally, estimates are that the black market sales are nearly twice those of legal sales. That's a lot of tax loss for the state, a lot of illegal activity, and a lot of hardworking people behind that weed who would genuinely like to operate safely, legally, and sustainably. So what's the answer? In the simplest terms, lower the taxes and allow more dispensary locations. Currently, the system of taxation in this state is too high. There's no other businesses that are taxed as heavily, including alcohol. And it's easy to see that too many companies cannot make it work. Only those venture capitalist-backed companies can afford to operate at a loss, which even they will only be able to do for a limited amount of time. One concern by a small craft grower is that the large, multi-state, vertically integrated mega-companies are going to be able to wait things out, while the smaller companies will fall by the wayside. Once the vast majority of smaller cannabis companies are cleared out, mega-companies would then be able to pull their political strings to get taxes reduced, and then they could reap the benefits. With the cannabis tax numbers being pulled in now, surpassing alcohol, it's clear to see that cannabis lobbyists will soon become some of the biggest players in politics. An interesting new study was done recently by the Reason Foundation, Good Farmers and Great Neighbors, and Precision Advocacy shows that if California were to eliminate its cultivation tax, the state would actually bring in 123% more in other cannabis-related tax revenue. How would eliminating cultivation tax bring in more taxes? Well, right now in California, legal cannabis taxes are as much as $90 per ounce, on top of the actual cost of flour. This drives many people to purchase on the black market, as well as many vendors to opt to sell on the black market to try to make ends meet. The study estimated that two-thirds of all cannabis purchases in California are on the black market and they found that if the cultivation tax were eliminated, legal sales would more than double. Jeffrey Lawrence, the director of drug policy at the Reason Foundation, said, High taxes are undermining California's legal cannabis market. Without the cultivation tax, our data shows lower cannabis prices would increase the sale of legal products, increasing the state government's general sales tax revenue, and more than replacing losses from the eliminated cultivation tax. Their study also encourages enacting policies that would incentivize California's local municipalities to stop banning the sale of legal cannabis products and allow for more retail locations. As of January, there are 866 retail cannabis locations in a state of nearly 40 million people. That's a rate of about 46,000 people for every retail store. By comparison, Oregon has one legal retail store for every 6,000 residents. And Colorado has one legal retail store for every 13,000 residents. With at least 18% of the population saying that they use cannabis regularly, that puts California's 40 million people in a very difficult position to buy legally. People will always find a way to buy their weed at affordable prices. Opening more retail locations now will allow more of the smaller vendors to get their products into legal storefronts. And that will keep things legal, safe, and regulated. Localities that ban legal marijuana sales do nothing to limit the residents' access to cannabis. Instead, they're only limiting their access to legal sources. In the relatively few localities that allow a regulated cannabis marketplace, sales transactions occur legally and safely for everyone. The businesses have a location to sell, and consumers benefit by making purchases that are lab-tested for quality assurance and where they can feel safe thanks to security measures in place. And the state benefits by receiving more of their tax revenue.
Canacraft, who's a large distributor and manufacturer of cannabis. Their chief of government and consumer affairs, Tiffany DeWitt, said, We went from a market share where the system made it so difficult for cultivators to join the legal market that we didn't have enough supply and prices were extremely high through 2019 and 2020. Today we have a lot more supply, but retail growth isn't there because the majority of jurisdictions have banned retail. David also points out that this compounds problems for the industry, saying, More flour going into the same size market is driving prices down, and that's devastating California's cannabis industry. Recently, some senators and child advocacy groups have asked the governor not to lower taxes on cannabis. Their views don't consider the long-term effects it will have, though, on jobs and the black market, and even the tax revenue generated that they so desperately want to keep. After examining all the facts, they would be able to see, though, that more money would come to the state and these charities if more cannabis businesses could go legal. And they could do that if taxes were lowered. Localities that choose to ban the legal marijuana marketplace are fooling themselves if they think they're keeping marijuana out. It's still there and thriving, just illegally. And that's not safe for anyone. It's time for more counties and cities across the state to realize that they all still have a cannabis market in their location, just not the kind that benefits them. It's time for them to see that legalizing will benefit them tremendously and keep unsavory illegal elements at bay. Some politicians have begun to take notice of what is quickly becoming their largest cash cow, cannabis, and noticing that they're struggling. Those savvy politicians are realizing that they won't be able to rake in tax dollars from failing businesses, so some have stepped up to help. Senator Scott Weiner recently introduced Senate Bill 1186, which is intended to make sure that medical marijuana patients are able to access the products they need. The bill requires municipalities to allow either medical marijuana dispensaries or medical marijuana deliveries in their respective districts. They're allowed to choose which one they'd prefer, but they must choose one. Senator Weiner focused on his intent on patient access to dispensaries and said, We must ensure that anyone who needs medical cannabis can access this very important and even life-saving medicine. Cannabis advocacy groups and cannabis growers applaud this move and hope that the state will pass the bill. It's now currently working its way through the state Senate committee groups. California's Governor Gavin Newsom recently tried to appease cultivators by presenting his proposal for an updated state budget which, if passed, would eliminate the state's cannabis excise tax for cultivation. The excise tax would still be there, though, just passed on to the distributors instead of the cultivators. His budget proposal would also revise where some of the cannabis taxes go within the budget. Governor Newsom's budget proposal still needs to pass the state legislators' vote with at least a two-thirds majority before it could be enacted to law, though. And the California Department of Cannabis Control's director, Nicole Elliott, said the new budget provisions would remove unnecessary administrative burdens and costs. It's unclear how the excise tax shift would do that, though. Now is the time for California to step up and truly help the cannabis industry so that it can help the whole state. Seriously lowering taxes would allow for more cannabis businesses to afford to keep their cannabis fully legal while sustaining their operations. This would also keep and create more legal, regulated jobs, which add even more money to the economy. Lower taxes would also encourage more legal sales by consumers, which, as the study found, would generate more tax revenue overall for the state. And finally, enabling more locations for dispensaries and retail stores to operate legally would further allow cannabis suppliers a place where they could keep their sales in the legal market. Let's encourage our political representatives to keep the gold in the Golden State by supporting the cannabis industry with more retail locations and lower taxes. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on the mnewsnow.com
Later.